Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, well, let's get started then. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, hold on. Let me get. Uh, I'm going to keep it completely 100. Just let y'all know. Hey, that's what we're looking for. That's right. Uh, okay. Pop culture. Pop culture. Subculture. Music. Music. Horror. Horror. Sex. Sex. Politics. Politics. Art. Art. And overall, and overall bad, bad ass. ass. This, this is, is Society 13. 13. Redefining, Redefining Podcasting. Podcasting. Redefining, 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 all right, Jay, do you want to introduce the guest that we have? Because I just don't want, I don't, I don't even want to hold him back from the listeners anymore. Oh, yeah, we, we got a lot of Uncle Dave off the cage, man. He ready to go. Uh, listen, we got Uncle Dave. Well, that's my Uncle Dave. Y'all might know him as Dave Rogan. Uh, guy's an entrepreneur, stand-up comic, actor. He do it all. And I'm so excited to have him on the show. This guy holds no punches. So if y'all scared, go ahead and turn off now. So if y'all ready to take this ride, I'm going to let y'all know right now, this man might say some things that you might not like, but there's going to be some truth to it. <laughs> Uncle Dave, where you at? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's having a great day. If you have not said your prayers and got your blessings, you need to go ahead and get them now because some of y'all is heathens, you know, <laughs> out here in the world. But ain't nothing wrong with that either. Sometimes a good heathen can help us uh, get the best deal of coupons at the grocery store, so. Shout out to all the heathens out there if you're a heathen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, right? Thank you, Uncle Dave, for coming on. Um, I know Jay gave you a great intro, but why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, what you do, and then we'll start talking some pop culture stuff. I um stand-up comedian for professional stand-up comedian. There's a difference. A lot of people call themselves stand-up comedians and never leave a zip code or they never uh, do shows locally. And there's nothing wrong with that. But there's a difference to me between professional. Professional just means that you're not trying to say whatever out your mouth. You really took time to structure your show. People pay to see you instead of having to uh, uh, beg your friends. So I've been um, from everywhere to Vegas to Cape Canaveral, uh, performed in Germany, uh, everywhere on the professional circuit. Uh, shout out to Hysterical Management, Carol Pennington, Joel Pace, Comedy Zones. Uh, uh, I forget, can't remember the guy's name, Dave out of L.A. for the uh, Funny Bones and Improvs, and just all the real comedians out there trying to do their thing. Um, I just wrapped a, a web series by uh, Russ Fulmore um, called uh, uh, Soul of the Family. 
Um, it just got an award. I just got a uh, supporting actor award for that mm. uh, with the film festival. So okay, um, congrats. Just doing it, um, running my own, you know, my own uh, company with my uh, DVC Entertainment with uh, Vincent Logan, Vince, DJ Ben Lowe. We do thirty to forty. Well, COVID shut a lot of that down, but we were doing thirty to forty weddings a year, and um, we still have the contract for the car shows and events at Lansdowne Commons here in Virginia Beach. So we definitely, um, I stay busy, and then I'm finishing my master's degree uh, in psychology. So it's definitely okay. a blessing to be able to live and, and do what you love to do in different like avenues. Um, any way I can expi- inspire anybody um, to continue their dreams and do what they do, I just want to be in. That's, that's pretty much my purpose. Well, you definitely inspire me, Uncle Dave. You know, I used to and tell the music, people... The music you put out is fire. I just want to let you know that, you know what I'm saying, or clap or whatever these kids are saying now. I, clap, fire, <laughs> I, I can't... I can't keep track of all these stacking words, you know what I'm saying, from here. Well, I appreciate you know? that. I know I had to set the standard. You know, you said, but like I said, when you talk about inspiring, you've been inspiring me, always been proud to say, hey, listen, my uncle does stand-up comedy, but, you know, he's a professional stand-up comedian. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, so always yes, you, proud. You, you know, you just can't tell it. I mean, you can start off in your grandma's kitchen, but mm-hmm. after a while, you got to evolve to uh, different markets. And no, that's uh, right. I'm blessed to have been blessed to have been chosen. A lot of us, we wait. You know, um, comedian Dean Edwards just did uh, Tiffany Haddish's uh, uh, show, and the great part about it was um, I met him and got to work with him in um, Michigan at the uh, Ann Arbor Comedy Club run by, um, oh my goodness, my brain cut off, experience. I talked to um, Dean, shared something with me. He said, we all perform or have something we like to do, mm-hmm. but the thing to remember is we don't know when our car is going to get pulled. Mm. So he said, if you're thinking like a deck of cards, you got to look at your car being pulled. Like if you got a deck of cards sitting on the table, yeah, and you pull them one by one, and your card is like the king of diamonds. Mm. The amazing part about that is, is that you never know when that king of diamonds is gonna come out the deck. That's right. So if it's never pulled, do you give up on the journey that you were set forth to do, or do you um, keep pulling the cards until it happens? And a lot of people never get their car pulled. And then, then you get your car pulled and not realize how it was pulled. So that's some knowledge he Dean Edwards put on me so many years ago, uh, still valid to this day. And whatever you're trying to do in life, you never know when your car is going to get pulled to success. But you keep on trying um, until it gets pulled. And whatever capacity is pulled, you just keep on going with it. Um, I've been blessed to be able to create scholarships for single moms. Um, I've been blessed to be able to um, generate, uh, like Jason, like Jay just said, just uh, dreams for uh, different individuals, and I love that. I love the fact that my body of work over the last 24 years has been able to um, be a, be an inspiration to somebody, and then go from there. So, you it's know, it's you know, here, but you know what I'm saying. No, you say you know, it, it feels good. It feels good. You, you talked about your journey of everything that you've done. What was one of the most memorable moments that you had? When was the moment that you knew that you made it? Working with Cheryl Underwood and then getting a call. Now, now hold on. Let me clarify working with getting Getting the call to feature for her at the, the uh, um, comedy club in South Carolina. 
Comedy House Theater before it was torn down and um, made to what it is now. So it was a different location in Columbia, South Carolina that they had. And they get that call from the ladies. They don't uh, uh, produce comedians anymore, but or book comedians anymore out of uh, Florida to get that call and to be just asked to do it, like, you know, from there. And then after that, I got home, and I was on a run. I was on a 10-city ten ten city run. And to get home and be able to get a call saying, hey, we want you to come back to the same club to now open up for um, my guests. So that was that's when I knew that's amazing. work was, um, was good. Who is your favorite stand-up comedian? Bernie Mac. Oh, that was a quick answer. Yeah, Bernie Mac, period. Okay. You know, Bernie Mac once said, uh, if you want nobody to take your stuff and you want your crap to be taken seriously, shut up. Mm-hmm. And what he meant by that was, not that you couldn't talk, but don't be telling everybody, you know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to tell everybody your business. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, and um, I, I'll hear this trying to high sign this and the third. And... I always knew that if I tried hard enough, I could meet him. And this was, you know, he had, he had already, you know, he, he blew up. We all know that. And I never got the opportunity to, you know, try to track him down or try to sit, go to a show or just say, hey, sir, you were one of my greatest inspirations because he had died. Mm. You know, so to have been able to hear some of his, his wisdom, you know, and uh, go from there was uh, inspiring for me. Yeah. But my style was crazy, and my style was not like it. And that's that's the thing. You you, it's not about mimicking somebody that you um, idolize. It's about finding your own lane, and then just bringing that laughter right. professionally to everybody that you that you can touch. Right. You know, or or like in, in Jay's case, you know, make that music for everybody. You know, what I'm saying your message. Isn't just uh, you know one dimensional, yes. You know and transform. So that for me is just you know awesome in itself. Have you ever watched a comedian completely cross the line? And what do you think? And, and is there any crossing the line in comedy? Yes. If you are, I mean, a lot. Let me put it this way. In whatever circle you ask that specific question, you're going to get probably the dumbest shit you've ever heard in your life that you hear. You really are. Somebody's going to say, uh, now I'm 25 years in, so when I, let me let me clarify before I answer. When I met Carol Pennington, Hysterical Magic, that's the first lady that ever booked me. So back then, I was told that if you're Def Jam, that's a black comic. If you're Def Jam, you won't make a lot of money. So I, she's white. So I need to tell like, I mean, that's the first thing she ever said. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you like a Def Jam comedy, you ain't going to make no money. Mm-hmm. And I, it's hard for me to book you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold up. First of all, you ain't never seen me before. Second of all, I mean, damn. You know, what's, what's quote unquote Def Jam? So mm-hmm. the worst thing a comic can do is label himself a certain way and then literally be like that. Like, a lot of, a lot of guys on the come up but go on stage and say the most crass things you ever said in your life, and then when they people are laughing at it, not realizing that they're not laughing at them, they're laughing at they're not laughing at what they said, they're laughing at them. So for mm-hmm. me, crossing the line now is flat out, you know, not putting the time into your joke, just thinking because you are local. And like I said, it's nothing wrong with some local guys, but you but you you think you Kevin Hart, like you local, but you Kevin mm-hmm. Hart status. To me, that's crossing the line because you you're 
not taking the crap seriously. So any comic that ain't taking it seriously and trying to do the best he can out here to set a third, that's crossing the line. Put the mic down, walk your ass off somewhere, and, and move out the way for another dude that won't get it. I love that answer. Mm. Yeah, I'm listening and taking notes because, like, for me, like, even though it's not comical, for me, it's still entertainment. So right. it's still it's still wisdom and jewels even for that with me. But you but you might be shedding some light on somebody from there. And let me let me you know let's let's be clear. There's a space for all genres of like entertainment. Right. And Andrew Dice Clay was not a clean comedian. And right. We're not looking for that. But Andrew, everybody want to be talking about titties and hoes and bitches. That's not what the man talked about. Right. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of comics would just get on stage and be like, Yo, what I did. Matter of fact, I'll tell y'all one of the worst experiences I had with a comic. Uh, he get on stage, and this is exactly what he said. He said, a lot of um, a lot of hoes like sucking dick like my girlfriend. Now, his girlfriend was hit by, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the joke at. Right. Where's the hilarity? Because, <laughs> I mean, people laughed at it, and he got off stage like, man, I just, man, I roasted you, man. I was like, you didn't say shit. You right. talking about, uh, you disrespected a female. Well, what, what, what makes you the, the uh, grand poopah of the comedy? Blah, blah. Hey, first of all, dog, tell a joke, and then we can have a conversation. So I was really pissed off. Because I'm like, dude, there's no way in hell you can talk about a girl giving you fellatio or whatever the hell they call it, this and a third, and that's hilarious. You know, structure, right. that, structure that damn joke. You know, put something together for real, not... Like you like you mess like you mess like you know the ignorant the ignorance of certain artists give you a headache. That's me, just that's just the truth. Right. Y'all all heard like look, I ain't got no problem with Soulja Boy. Soulja Boy can make all the music you want. I never met the young brother. But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna run I'm old, so I'm not gonna run around talking about you. you know, <laughs> I, I ain't cranking shit. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I'm saying, listen, listen, I, is that just because you feel like it doesn't apply to you? Like it's something that you can't relate to? I think that me being open as I am, I can relate to most things, but if it's buffoonery, it's buffoonery. Right. Just I see what you're saying. Like, you know, a lot of stuff right now. I mean, put it to you this way a lot of people talk about Megan and Stallion. We're going to keep it one. I'll keep it from me. I think Megan and Stallion is the most, one of the most amazing rappers out there. Now, here's why. Right. Because my knees ain't that strong. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. can, you can rock your knees like that and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and say your lyrics without stuttering. I think that's amazing. That's right. But she has, uh, everybody has something to say. It all depends on how you present it. You know, as, 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 as corny as that joke just said, because somebody might be calling her people talking about, you know, this comic on this podcast. <laughs> now, but, I mean, but there was, but there's, you, like, but there's validity to it. I mean, like, you didn't say nothing. That was out of pocket, you know what I'm saying? That's a challenge. No, no, like you a, said, that's a time in itself. But that's no. what that's what we're gonna get into, especially with with everybody with society, man. Do you feel like the cancel culture is real? Is there, like is it sensitivity or is Who it? Who the hell? You know, people that got to cancel people need to cancel themselves. They ain't doing nothing uh, worth a damn either. You know, people kill me with that. I gotta cancel. Let's, let's cancel hey, uh, Starbucks. I was telling. Go ahead. Listen, because the reason I was saying that, listen, with the cancel culture. Think about it. Imagine if Richard Pryor or or George Carlin, anybody like that, tried to come out today. Cancel culture. See, and here's the thing. I don't agree with that. And this is my perception of it. 
there's comedy's comedy, and there's some people that think that there's crossing the line, but then there's obvious crossing the line. Okay, when uh, when Kramer was out saying the N word, do I think that he should necessarily be canceled? But should he be held responsible for what he says or what people do to a certain extent? I mean, you know, it's one thing when somebody just says something stupid and it's like, oh, let's cancel and let's cancel him. Right. But then there's other reasons like Army Hammer, it, you know, people are going to, they're going to cancel themselves out anyways with the right. things that they're doing. Right. But you go on, you go on two different times, like, all right, you go on two different decades. Right. When Kramer did that, we weren't as sensitive as we are now. And the only reason that came out was because he literally lost it on stage. And that's how a lot of comics, including myself, took it. Like, finally, when you're up there, and I don't know if this is for hip-hop or anything else, when you're up there, you really want, you, at certain shows, you want people to shut the fuck up. You don't want nobody to say shit. You just want to get the damn time over with and call it a day. Like, even if they're, even if you're killing it, you're like, look, I had, I had seven shows. I'm tired. Why is Tyrone and Leroy talking shit uh, in front of me? Now, when you attack, a, uh, I don't want to use the word attack. When you, when you go after a heckler, for me, I always tell, I say the same speech. If I got a heckler, I rarely have him because I'm like Chris Rock. I'm, I'm quick. I'm tight. You ain't got time. And I've learned that from, not from Chris Rock himself, but just that lesson in that, his, his performance, Bernie Mac as well. We in there, we hitting you with it. You laughing so much, you're so distracted. You that, I ain't giving you room to talk. So, if, you know, Kramer ain't like that. So in this particular show, these guys probably came there and wanted to mess with him and then a third and he lost it. So do I think he's a racist dude? I, I don't know the guy. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, that's it. And now if we, if we made that same scenario today and how people are labeling folks so fast because of social media, everybody's an emoji. You didn't have emojis back then. Now everybody's an emoji. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and that's even in people's responses. Oh, you're, you're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, it's quick to be like, you shouldn't label certain people. Well, that's what you do. You, when, you, when you make an emoji, they're an emoji. They're this, they're that. Oh, my goodness. Um, I can't believe such and such said such and such. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, it's, it's entertainment. Right. You know, and so many words, it's entertainment. So why are we quick, quick to just uh, uh, destroy somebody? Although that is very uh, racist statement this man made, we are so fast to destroy an individual based on uh, a meltdown. If we get, but see, here's the thing. Uh, that's my opinion. You know, 20 other people might be like, oh, no, no, he's he been racist. He's racist on the show. He was racist yesterday. Like, you know, I don't know that. But, but let me ask you this. Why do they wait so long before they, they do it? Like, why do they continue to work with them when... Like that's what that's what confuses me. A check, a check. Right. I don't care what I don't care what nobody says. So what's the check stops? Then that's what the mouth. People are going to not cancel a check. Okay, based on who who it is. So so here's my question though: Is it people being more sensitive, or is it people standing up for themselves saying, "No, I'm not going to let a certain person talk about me that way," and not necessarily. And and I don't mean in the subject of. Comedy, I guess me. I mean, in the subject of daily life. No, I mean comedy is daily life. 
comedy is, is, is an experience of life. So we mm-hmm. are able to say things that you would love to say the way you would love to say them. Mm-hmm. So if you gotta, if you want to tell a bus driver, kiss my ass, you may not be able to say that. Me as a comedian, this is the freedom of comedy. Me as a comedian, I can say it all day long. But I can say it in a way that not only fortifies your point, but makes it appealing to tell that bus driver, go to hell. You know, I just have to. And that's art in itself. So it's all about articulating what you want to say. And that's art in itself. Yeah. That's art in itself. Yeah, Yeah, art art is life. Yes. I mean, I don't care if you're a rapper, you paint or whatever. If you're not putting yourself into it or understanding the, the voice that you have, and the express the way you express things, and this goes back to what we was, was talking about in the beginning about, um, um, like my beginning and how I view certain things. It you know goes from there, but you know you got to be able to have these points, and if you can't have them, then what's where's the art? Where's the art form? What are we what are we doing? You know we censor everybody. And that's the whole cancel thing in a nutshell. Why we? Oh man, we did, and now cancel culture has become popular cancellation to me and what i mean by that is if the people don't like it and they ain't feeling it then they want to cancel it mm. as if as if it's a you know uh it's as if it's a pair of jordans or something right yeah you're absolutely right and the thing is is most people that get canceled they come back well that's what that's what and i was going to say cancel people don't go nowhere the, the, uh, yeah. Some of them stay under the radar for a few months, but then they're back That's to what doing whatever they were doing. That's what the agent said. The agent says, hey, give it a month. Exactly. And I want you to come back hard as ever. You know what I'm saying? The agent says that. They have crisis you management know? agents. Right. You know, well, you know back agent. in the day, you liked negativity. Back in the day, you wanted somebody to tell you, you wanted to have some controversy on your name so you could get a bigger check. That don't play out no more. That's now, um, uh, you know, go from there. And in some cases, that's look at look at look at all these housewives shows. Let me let's take this let's take this for example. Oh, you are talking my language. Let's take it. You know, I'm being serious. Take it for for an example. Let's take this. So all of a sudden, Bolo, if, if for all my uh, lovely Real Housewives of Atlanta ladies, I'm, I'm here for it. So I'll let y'all know. I hear y'all. I see y'all. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, look at it this way. The stripper clearly had a thing thing with some with one of them. You know what I'm saying? One of somebody gave the stripper a good time. Or and multiple nothing, of them. To me, ain't nothing wrong with that. The stripper the stripper got it on with two of the housewives. Uh-huh. Why is Kenya Moore running around trying to break girl code or whatever? Who would want to be friends with that? Would you I would never in my life want to go somewhere where with a friend that all they're going to do is just rat you out. Like, mm. th- they all made an agreement. Once the cameras go down, because I was telling Jay, you know, a-, a little bit about this, and he's like, okay, okay. But, like, once the cameras went out, they wanted to actually let loose and have a good time. And they all agreed oh, on that. But I, I said I understood, right? You were, you, you, you said, oh, what, right. um, what, what are did they you, doing? Did if, you understand? I understood. This is what I'm talking about. No, no, he didn't. He yes, was I like, don't try to play he's, 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 Hold on, we're going to tell said, this what would the, what would they be doing? I said, look, I said, no, nah, I said, you already know. I said, you already know they're about to be handling business because they want the cameras out of there. I said, what else are they going to be doing if no, they want the cameras? That's an assumption, though. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying that's, 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 a, that's a clear assumption. 
You know, they going to go, I said, they going to do some X-rated shit that they don't want the cameras to see. That's what I said, obviously. But then they also left a couple cameras on so we could get a little, little tasty. Hey, wait, you know what's crazy? Those were the outside cameras. The, when production left, the, 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 no, I know, the, but those were the ones that you, that usually point was, like out in the yard, and they pointed them in because I mean, technically they yeah, didn't say they, like they weren't this. in the house. It was like this. Okay, now we got the kids asleep. Let's go ahead and have some real fun. And you know what? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. I mean, as much as I love I, reality TV, and as much as I want to know that they have a threesome with Bolo, and I ain't mad at them. Yeah, but come on, let me look at this. I I watched the brother give his little fake testimony on on Instagram and. crazy as much as i hate kenya man fuck mark oh no 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 see they done made my man you gotta realize editing do a lot of negativity <sighs> i don't watch i don't like them a lot editing does a lot of negativity and what i mean by that is they didn't you know they didn't portray him in the light he's supposed to be portrayed in you know go from there you That's know him keeping it 100 i, no, I don't know all right you know? Well, fuck him I haven't seen the show, so I don't know who this Mark is. Who, who is this Mark? It's Kenya Moore's husband. Oh, I don't know. He, that he's a dickhead. Right? That's hate. No, they're fucking hate. That's hate. Listen, I love being able to talk housewives with people because Jay just gets really annoyed with it. No, I, I'm just because you. It's like you just watch it. It's like a channel. It's like not to watch. See, you know exactly. No, you, you can't get your weekly dose of ratchet in 
You know what I'm saying? I don't know what what to, what to tell you. You got to be able to get your weekly dose of ratchet in. Now, now, what you what you feel to understand, she putting the pressure on me. She like, man, you music better take off. I'm trying to live this life. You know what I mean? So every time she watches, she be looking at me and then looking at my music. And you know what I'm saying? So putting the pressure on me. But that's what, look, that's what she's supposed to do, though. I know. If she, if she ain't giving you that unconditional criticism of get off your ass, you know what I'm saying, and finally make a record so I can stop watching this bullshit, <laughs> Have you been uh, keeping up with Lady Gaga and her dogs? Let me let me be clear. Let me be clear. Whoever stole this woman's dog and shot the dog uh, uh, Walker, he's an ass woman. Thank let you. Let me just say this. And I'm not saying this because of the dogs. I'm saying this. Did you have to shoot the person? Right. To get the damn dog. I mean, was the dog, how security, I mean, you're a badass if you are uh, protecting this woman's dog. And would take a bullet. Like, you know, that just tells me that as an employer, she paid the hell out your ass. Yes. That lets me know that that chick is nice. So whoever the hell is walking these dogs, please let me know if you quit because I want an application. That's what I was going to just say. I, I guarantee like, you a, that they make probably more than than, than people in that live in our area. Listen, as a, as a family, not We're going to take a bullet. Bullet. As a matter of fact, not was, they took one. They took a bullet for the dogs. She, that lets me know that she is an excellent person to work for. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't take a bullet. I, 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 and what I do now, I wouldn't take a bullet for one of my clients. Not one. That lets me know, good Lord, this woman <laughs> is a treasure. She needs to get her dogs back. Well, wait, so, so she got them back. She got her dogs back. Yeah, so th- that's what I wanted to ask you what you and yours and Jay's thoughts are. So about, about, about the dogs? So they this woman brings the dogs to the police department, turns them in, and said that she found them tied to a Oh, hole. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which how she know the kidnappers because she didn't just find those dogs. Well, of course not, but that's that's one <laughs> I tell you what, if she ain't going to pay the ransom, that's one way of getting it. <laughs> but, well, this is what the question I have is because, you know, for first of all, good day, you stepped in my touch because I was going to say, as a Marie, I would gladly watch Lady Gaga's dog <laughs> bumping my music at the same time and it will come back safe. Because I'm crazy. But see, that's the end. That's the end for you. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> you know, this person took a bullet for the dog. A bullet for the, not, not the dog, for, for walking. You know, I, hey. I, 
Somebody was to roll up and say, hey, give me that dog. Well, he didn't, yeah. like I said, happen so fast. I mean, this dude just popped, these dudes just jumped up. They had to be watching this dude for a minute. So, and, and you know what else is crazy? I was reading online that there's a whole underground market for French bulldogs. Mm. So, they're saying that it might not have just been Lady Gaga. They weren't, they might not have been targeting the dogs so, because. I'm saying the dogs were part of some kind of underground, like. Yes, French Bulldogs. I swear to God, I was reading about it this morning. I still think they were trying to get, you know, money by stealing Lady Gaga. Dogs. But the thing is, is if, how, how can you like get money when you when you shot somebody? Well, this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. Now comes in the question of microchips. She did not have the dogs microchipped, which is not. I mean, you Lady Gaga. Every shit. You know, I'd hack the hell out of that just to get the damn, you know, I mean, come on. You, you know, when you're a star, do you really think that you got it? You might have, you might have. Oh, no, let's get real. I mean, you know what I mean? You got a low jack of dog? This is, this is what people have to, have to do for their pets sometimes. Microchipping, yeah. yeah. And it's sad to say because now it's like. I mean, but don't you do that just unless the, the thing go away. Who, who, we, okay, let's put it this way. Let's create a different scenario. We all rich. We go jack. We about to go ahead and get crudite and mani pedis and some lobster tails. Go ahead and walk the dogs. Now, according to Lady Gaga, I don't live in the hood. Right. So according to whatever neighborhood she in, and she didn't probably walk past the long couple other stars. They got dogs. Who in the pure world knew on Tuesday that the dog walker, who again must be getting paid very well, is going to be walking on the street? Run aside, motherfucker! Take a bullet, take the dogs, and they out. Now here's the thing: what ransom was you gonna get? Exactly, right? You, know, you can't get it back. Right. Lady Gaga was a selfish bitch. She could have turned around and said, "Well, I just get two more damn dogs, and then y'all just asses just got them." You know, y'all keep Luke and Duke. I'm about Stacey and, and Samantha. What the hell? That's that's if she had a heart like that. But obviously, you know, she loves this. That's her family. And it, like I said, half a million dollar reward. Half, half a million. A million. Way, Lady Gaga wore a whole steak uh, dress once. How <laughs> do we know that them dogs wasn't part of uh, some shoulder pads for a new dress? We don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Lady Gaga has worn chocolate to an award ceremony. Nothing but chocolate. How do we know that them dogs wasn't part of a, a bag that was going up? She wasn't going to wear all dogs one day. Like, we don't know that. You know, no. Right? So they probably messed up an expensive accessory oh. that was required for the uh, for the outfit itself. We don't know that, so we got to be careful, you know, to understand that, you know, from there. We don't know that. I, I, I just think it's hilarious. I think it's the most funniest thing I've, yeah. I've known in a very long time. I think it's funny as hell. No, I really, I really think she loves her dogs, man. I think so. I'm gonna have to say I now, think she would love I'm gonna dogs, do the same man. thing. Uh, I'm gonna do the same thing the lovely lady that runs this podcast said. Do you know her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna run that back. Do you know her? <laughs> well, uh, no, no. Well, you don't know that. Then. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know that. You hey, don't man. know that. Don't come in. Don't come in like you don't know. You're right. I don't know, but I'm gonna just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a hunt. <laughs> I, I got a hunt. I got a. I got a hunt. She let him dog. Man. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so there was something else that Jay wanted to talk about, and Jay, you know way more about this than I do, so I'm gonna let you. What? Which? Because we had two of them. You were six so... nine. Oh, it's Takashi six nine and the. Uh... Let me, let's be clear. 
everybody snitches. Everybody snitches. Let's just before you even get into it. No, I wasn't even. I wasn't even addressing. I'm with Casanova. Yeah, they're gonna play his damn music because they're playing it now while a nigga, while the boy is locked up. They're playing it. Right. Yeah, they're gonna play his music. Yep. They're gonna love his ass. This and the third ain't gonna be no problems. So if you worry, if you got an opinion on snitches and they're getting the stitches, ain't nobody gave him no stitches yet. No, nah, ain't nobody giving us it, but I'm saying let's talk about how he's affecting the business from your from you being a a, a, a connoisseur of hip hop, okay. having a business. Now he, you know, it's him versus Meek Mill. Right now, we already know he's not truly a, a rapper because we already know Meek Mill is an artist. Meek Mill is a businessman. Meek Mill is doing a lot of positive things. But he started off as a rapper, though. Let's, you know, let's, come on, Dream Chasers is a... Uh, oh, no, I'm not saying he's... Right. I'm saying he's an artist. Listen, I give him the title of artist because, you know, it, like, I, I can't say you're just a rapper. You're an artist, too. So I always... Okay, I feel, I feel That's I feel. why I say he's an artist. Now you got... And this is the, this is the problem when somebody's successful like that and you got to worry about... And I don't even want to say worry... But you have to now pay attention to somebody that Kashi is trying to, you know, wreck your wave, crash your, you know, rise your coattails, whatever you're doing. Y'all start looking in. What do you, what would, what do you, how would you answer that? With this man now popping up to where you at, constantly calling your name out, trying to taunt you on the internet. You know what I mean? Just trying to draw well, you out. Well, what else, what else would he do? You know what I'm saying? What else does Takashi have? That's all he had. We know that. And, uh, I said we know that, but how do you how do you handle it though? Like the, the you know because it gotta be annoying. The way, Meek Mill, the way Meek Mill handled it, let that fool pull his phone out and um, try to film and try to instigate a fight that he know damn well he didn't want. You know what I'm saying? That's that's exactly how he handled it. The same way that because if you see the video, the two videos, you see Kashi standing up there with his phone. Yeah. Oh oh, oh yeah, bring it on. Bring it on behind the security. If you're right. real, if you was a real, I don't even want to say G, but if you was a real dude that could that even could kind of throw your hands, and this and a third, then you wouldn't have had no security. You would have had your phone out, mm-hmm. and your other hand would have been throwing them things. Uh, would have been throwing them things on me, you know, from there. But he ain't got no things. He got a mouth, and he's trying to sell whatever records he can sell, and he's trying to get whatever clout he can get. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on what everybody and that's what he's always been though if he can get a million people to see him and not even a million every one of these artists um, it ain't like back in let me do this it ain't, I'm, I'm 47 years old so it ain't like back in the day where you bought the album you listened to the album you was happy to get the album right these kids now and some some older people it's off the popularity so the more popular this young man can come off even if he go after Black 100 Meek Mill, Diddy, if he pop up at Jay-Z, outside Jay-Z house, and he on the phone on Twitter talking about I'm outside Jay-Z house, he ain't bigger than me. So many of the cancel cancel uh, crew, as we talked about earlier, so many of the clock chasers are going to mimic him, and to mimic him, they got to click him. So every That's time right. you click a nine, he get, he get money. Right. So that's pretty much it. So, like, we'll put it to you this way. You know, if I really, if I go ahead and uh, uh, have you uh, at my crib, and the next thing you know, you you accidentally on Facebook Live, and in the background, you see me and my wife with the messed up Dollar Tree light bulb, 
and uh, my back looking like old swole up taco bubbles, you know, from there smelling like hot dog water. And you film that, and then it go viral. Well, your CD to sell itself. You know what I'm did you get yeah. Shane's CD? Yeah. Is that the dude with the uh, with, uh Vaseline back uncle? So with you Dollar mean, Tree light bulb singing in white? That's so you mean, man, I got that shit yesterday. That shit fire. That shit go clap. Like, whatever So they you mean to tell me I got to play my own people just for me to sell? That's crazy. Hey, hey, some folks, look at it this way. I want to do that. Some people out here don't call it that. Some people out here literally will set themselves up. And y'all seen this. These young people are doing these stupid-ass challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, from there, they're putting uh, Gorilla Glue in their hair, talking about it's a mistake. You know you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. You know, damn well, that wasn't a mistake. You just was dumb. And then, all of a sudden, we're starting to try to get on some kind of credit for, oh, she she knew better. No, she didn't. I mean, she knew better. This and a third. So, it's all about that. This girl now has a million followers. If she releases an album tomorrow, it's going to sell. It's, it, she can call it crazy goo head, and it's going to sell because that's what she did. If her homegirl wants to release a record, and um, from there, it's going to sell because she's connected to that. So, the, the, yeah, the, the, the sacrifice of the artistry is the ignorance of uh, uh, votes or uh, 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 views or whatever the heck they call it. And, you know, that's sad. So that's why we need people like you to keep on with the quality. Because without it, it's just going we gonna, it's gonna be a sad day. Without it, it's going to be a sad day in and, and every entertainment. Comics can't say what they want to say because somebody's feelings is hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Kevin Hart wore pajamas at a show. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? What's the artistry in that? What's the... What's the understanding of, of the message? Is that a third? Oh, no, no. You just see what, what like, housewife girl slept with this Bolo man. First of all, I wouldn't want to hang with nobody named Bolo because it just don't sound like a name that another man should hang with another man about. You know what I'm saying? My, my nephew name is Jay, not uh, Bolo. I wouldn't call Jay that. That's like that's like Cedric being the chain of saying, I ain't calling another man delicious. <laughs> it's the same thing. Well, now, look at your wedding people. Look at your people that's getting divorced. I think the worst divorce that's going to happen is Kanye. Mm. Let me be clear when I say that. Mm. That woman definitely knows how to make sure a black man is broke when you leave one of them. That's just, that's, that's just facts. Okay, how you look at it, this and a third. The only people that ever escaped the Kardashians is Reggie Bush and uh, Courtney's ex-husband, Scott. That's the only dude. Pre- he hasn't escaped. escaped. He's still Everybody there. And uh, the basketball dude uh, that played for the Nets is about three of them. He wasn't exactly all black. You know what I'm saying? Chris Humphreys. Kanye is over. It's a wrap. Okay. Aside from the finances, because we know that Chris is way too smart to let Kim get into a marriage without an amazing prenup. Of course. So, but... I feel bad because like he's he's losing it. I, that's the thing. My mouth. My he's mouth. not losing it. He finally started to get. Let me let me break this down. Y'all. Pick me one person who's ever been around the Kardashians who, when they leave them, they seem like they've lost their mind. The, you ever watch Get Out? That's all that is. <laughs> get Out is them. That's all that is. They they're a modern Get Out. That's all. It is. I, don't, I don't believe the so. 
Kanye done had enough. He's sick of that. I get to eat my own food. What it was is he went on that church retreat and one of them people sang the wrong song and he just the spell started to break and go from there. Then he started to see the light. What person, you know, and this is how I'm gonna prove it to y'all. Kanye House that was on all these shows, kind of find out was him and A House ain't had no furniture and everything was white and plain. That ain't nothing but an expensive insane asylum. Creepy looking. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't have nothing padded. His closet had a bunch of trash bags with holes in them. Oh, I'm sorry. The Kanye brand. This, that, and the third. He even wore that crap. In public, Kim Kardashian had on Chanel, Versace, her own line. Kanye West had on that frock bag that Kunta Kente wore in Roots. Everybody know that. <laughs> this, that, and the third. Wherever he went, when he spoke, he had that on under that. You know, very intelligent young brother. But like you just said, Chris and the rest of them, you want you want proof of how the Kardashians ruined lives? All the girls got money. Rob worked at McDonald's. Oh, don't bring up Rob. I feel so bad for him. Yeah, Rob sucks. Yeah, sucks. Rob didn't listen to his mama. His mama <laughs> said, this is what you're going to do to get some money. Rob decided, because he felt he was a Kardashian, he saw it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and do what I want to do. So Chris cut him off. He ain't been seen. He got fat. Then they hired China to make him skinny. Then they had a baby, which he wasn't supposed to do. Then what What rich folks you know don't pay no child support? China gets no child support. Why? Because he worked at McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? It's a wrap for him. I appreciate the fact, but you don't hear about him. You don't even know they got a brother. That's how bad that is. Hmm. I, I, was, I'd hire Chris as my manager. <laughs> I'd tell you what. She you know, you, know you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. She dating a black dude now. She done went on from, look, you, you want to know why you wouldn't do it? She done already ruined an Olympic champion and made him a woman. Oh, no, she ain't going to be like now that. Is when she's sick of him, he's going to be named Barbara, too. Weeds now never taste the same after that one. You know what I am excited about? I'm excited to see Kim start wearing colors again. Because I don't, because he changed her style. And she even says it. Kanye did. Made her wear all that nude stuff and no, 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 beige no. lot. Yes, he she did. Be, she became what the image was needed to do. That's all she did. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Speaking of her image, do you think that she's going to be... I said, speaking of her image, do you think that she's dating Van Jones? I mean, they, they're millionaires. They're billionaires. They, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got some uh, side stuff in this and the third. Kanye, had, Kanye was allowed to have his little side booty. When you got that kind of money, you ain't with one person. Now, this goes back to the statement we all made a minute ago. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't. But, uh, you know, you know, if I had millions of dollars and my wife had the opportunity to cheat on me, I'd probably tell her to do it. Like, huh? Because I know who my wife would leave me for. You know, Jason Momoa. I'm telling you right now. And Tom Hardy. I know that for a fact. Let my wife meet that man. It's okay. I'm getting a divorce the next day. I'm getting a divorce the next day. I know that. Wait, who's yours? Mine is uh, Holly Berry. Okay. But see, I can find Holly Berry. I know where Holly Berry people live. So you know it wouldn't be hard for me. Yeah, I guess it's different when you have access to uh, to the people. But she got well, excited. I, I won't say accidents. I just know where she is. Well, you know what I mean. But like proximity. And as stalkerish as that just sounded, uh. <laughs> I know where she is. I, I sure do. 
everybody has a little stalker in them. Just a little bit. Nah, yeah, you it's the six you would, you would cheat on Jay with. Uh, what, Jason Momoa. Yeah, sure, I told See, you can't have Jason Momoa. My wife picked Too him. bad. I will fight her. She already hey, said it. And you, you know what? That's okay. I, I don't know if I'm intrigued in that and want to see it. Or uh, uh, both of y'all go ahead and find it out. Me and Jay go ahead and find out who won. <laughs> my, <laughs> my other one is Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, you are crazy. Uh, my wife wants Tom Hardy, the dude that played uh, Venom. Yeah, he's good looking. Yeah, my wife loved him. Like, when he played Dane, and uh, she watched the movie, I don't even think we was married then. I think she was like, look, we divorced to this wall. Jay, I go ahead and tell us yours. I know listen, you want to. Listen, I don't kiss and tell. I got it. Listen, I got it. Listen. Yeah, you ain't kiss and tell. Listen, I got to listen. I got a lot of stamina. So, all right, we're going to be here all day. We got, like, one. We, we named one. How you got a list? He's like the neighbor down the street. Yeah, right. For real. You're that girl and uh, get going. Right, so, so you downplay me. She always from truth to judge. You don't think I would go for a, a, a No, I know that you would, but you said you have a list of them. No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about. I know. I got two off, there's, there's two off the top of my head. Jay's like, I got a list. I got a list. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like I'm allowed to have a bucket list. Well, give us one off your list. Like, pull it out your pocket, because we know damn well you keep it close to your heart. I already know <laughs> one. <laughs> we know that close. That list is close to your heart. Like, you know, it's like, right? Look, at, look, why are you putting my business out in the street? All right, That's well, if he's street. not going to tell, then I'll tell. Now, what's funny is, what business? We didn't ask the question. I know. It's my business. <laughs> so, Robin Mead from uh, Morning Express on HLN. From uh-huh. That's my baby right there. Robin Mead, she's a she's a news anchor oh, on HLN. Oh, okay. Okay, you get that one. Yes. Yeah. You get that one. Yeah, she's hilarious. You get that. One. <laughs> you get that one. Put my business out in the street. Little, little, little skinny thing. What, what is it about her? I don't know, man. The way she does the news, man, just, you know, I love it. Gets me up every morning. When, okay. she's, on, when she's on, I know it's going to be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> like a shade on, it just... So now, if they have a stand-in... First thing I say, good. I go, damn, Robin ain't on. <laughs> <laughs> like a morning coffee and then Robin. That's yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Morning coffee and Halle Berry would go a little different in my eyes. I, I, I always say to my son, I say, hey, say how to your stepmom. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, there. Mommy's right there. That's your other mommy right there. I laugh. I think it's hilarious. I was so, you know what, you know what, he was so secretive, I was waiting for like a, a Jessica Biel or uh what's uh what's uh John Legend's wife? Uh, oh, Chrissy uh, Teigen? Now we're, going to, now we're going to, wow, now you're going to have me with John Legend people. I don't need that. I mean, it's a, it's a. <laughs> He'll be singing about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, John Legend, they're going to come up to your house and move you out the way and look at your wife and go, <laughs> Hey, you never know, he might pull, he might pull Wayne Brady. truck that you just bought that's fully loaded and ain't got no payments. 
I can get over it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you're going to have a full-blown affair, I better have a four-bedroom house, the same truck, fully loaded refrigerator, <laughs> and a mistress of my choosing in the living room. It's going to cost. Oh, God. It's going to cost. Well, Uncle Dave, thank you so much for coming on the show, and I definitely want to have you on again because now I have somebody to talk housewives with. I'm sorry, say that again. I was telling everybody to make sure they tune in to the podcast. From there, if you want to see me on uh, David Logan Instagram, comedian David Logan Facebook, that's all it is because I don't know about the hashtags and all that stuff and the search for me. Uh, got like one video up there now because I'm semi-retired and uh, COVID and shut a lot of stuff down, but it's ain't about me. You guys continue to support the podcast. We talk about everything and anything. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to you guys for having me today. Thank you again, Uncle Dave. Jay, you want to uh, shout out your social media? Oh, yeah. Appreciate Uncle Dave coming on. As you know, my Instagram is jasadi100. That's J-A-S-A-D-I 100. My Twitter is jasadi20. And my Facebook is J-A-E Asadi, A-S-A-D-I. Appreciate y'all's support and uh, keep listening. And follow me on Facebook, The Pop-Off with Martise, and Twitter and Instagram at Martise. And thanks for listening. Okay, we're good. Uncle Dave, you're hilarious. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big touchdown. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music.